move forward now to some top eight predictions. Well, the fun uh, begins. The, the begins. fun does begin. I do love my top eight predictions yep. because you're able to to throw out what you think is yeah. going to happen, and if it, if it comes to pass, uh-huh. it looks really good. That's right. Um, but if if not, it kind of looks bad. But you can kind of forget about it. That's you can, right. You can move That's past right. it. Um, do you want to run through yours first? Yeah, I'll run through mine. So um, I reckon Adelaide are just a team built for the home and away season. Yeah. So I reckon they're just going to finish first again, just bulldoze their way through. Um, so it's going to be Adelaide, then Geelong. I just think the experience of Ablett and just the experience of that whole club is going to pull through. Uh, Richmond and Sydney to round out. I rate Sydney. I do. I reckon yeah. they're an amazing club and they just seem to just stay there. More mm-hmm. than, you know, just a Hawthorne-esque from most, years yeah. ago. Yeah, that's right. They just hang around. Um, so that's my top four. Five through eight, I've got Port Adelaide. I was really impressed with their JLT series. Um, and I think they can actually beat a top eight team this year. So yeah, <laughs> I reckon they might finish uh, midway through the you know five through eight or even like I've put them here fifth. Yeah. Um, I have Melbourne. Um, again, I'm impressed with what I saw in the JLT. I reckon they have a good core, young core group. Um, and even though they're missing Jack Watts, I just I don't think he would have ever given them a hundred season. Absolutely. So I reckon they're better off without him. And um, you know they can actually use some of their youth in the forward line to. Um, pick up this season. Yeah, I've got Essendon and GWS to to round it out. To round out the top yeah. eight, Essendon just because I think they're a very skilled team. I reckon they're a shoe in to finish anywhere between five and eight. And GWS, I was summoning an iron. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just they could they could go any way. They can definitely, and they they've lost a few players in the off season, so it'd be interesting to see how Ooh. they've pulled up. Uh, I noticed no St Kilda, no Western Bulldogs there. Very stiff. Mm. I I am a big St Kilda fan. My my mum is a St Kilda supporter, so yep. I always have a soft spot there. Yep. But um, I do think they're a good team. I love Jay Gresham. He's probably one of my favourite players in the. He's comp. a great young. Player. And not just because he went to my high school. <laughs> no, Joe. He is just a very talented player, very versatile, and um, I think St Kilda is a dangerous team. And I I noticed you think West Coast will drop out. I do. Yeah, I, I kind of tend to agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, your predictions for the Brownlow, the Coleman, and the Wooden Spoon. Okay, I will leave my Brownlow to last because I think it's a uh, bit of a surprise. But uh, Coleman, I think Josh Kennedy. Josh Kennedy, yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I just have this gut feeling that Lance Franklin is going to have an injury. Okay. I don't know yeah. why. I just think he's either going to drop well, off he's or He's older an now. Yeah, well, it's, I don't know. It's just something I've got a feeling about. Um, and the Wooden Spoon... I just think Brisbane Lions going to go back to back. Oh, okay. Yeah, back to back wooden spoons. I know they picked up Luke Hodge and that. Uh, yeah, that, that's that, a bit, that is a bit of a surprise to me because I'm expecting some big improvement from them and Carlton. By the way, I think mm-hmm. those two will be big improvers. I'm not sure they'll get well far past out of the bottom four. Yeah, but I, I just do don't expect think they have the longevity in their leagues. They have yeah. Zorko, but you got to remember they have lost Rockliffe. That is a lot of... That's a big loss. That's yeah, a big absolutely. loss. That's a lot of disposals. That's a lot of midfield um, direction. And forward talent. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, that's that's some goals and disposals off your team. Yep. So he gonna, is, he definitely is that midfield bull. Yep. Um, and he'll be a big loss. But I think Luke Hodge will be a massive win for them yep. and for all their younger players. Mm-hmm. Essentially a playing coach, Luke Hodge right there. Absolutely. Now, my Brownlow... Surprise Brownlow. Luke Parker. Luke Parker. Okay. I yep. love... Luke Parker. He's a great I'm a player, big too. fan of that man. <laughs> yeah. I think he is a Brownlow in the in the waiting. I'd say Gary Rowan to be up there as well, but he's quite injury prone more so than Luke Parker. But Luke Parker is a bull. Yes. You know. So I, I think if Sid finished top four like I've got them predicted, he 
could win the Brownlow and send them deep into um, finals. Yeah, I tend to agree with you there. Yeah. I think um, he, he's a big player for them. Although I don't think he's Sydney's best player. I think Josh Kennedy is. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, think Josh Kennedy's yeah. midfield uh, aggression yeah. is unbelievable yeah. for that team. And I think he's just about the best in the comp at being that clearance beast. Mm-hmm. I think... I think he might tend to struggle in the, the Brownlow race, though, those guys, because they've got so many guys in that team that steal votes. Yeah. You've got Dan Hanabry, yeah. Parker, yeah, uh, Josh Kennedy. Gary Rowan, of course. Gary Rowan. Uh, Lance Franklin. Uh, Lance Franklin. Yeah. It's just so many guys there that can that, that seem to stand out. Yeah. Uh, I reckon Lance is going to um, ease off on the Brownlow votes just because, again, like I said, I think I've got a feeling he's going to get injured or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Gary Rowan... Um, we'll get a few votes, but not as many. I, I, and Josh Kennedy, great player. Amazing facilitator with the footy. Yep. Just accumulates disposals and possessions, gets those clearances, it's good. But I see him as a Matt Crouch sort of player. Okay. Yeah. He'll, he's an amazing player. He'll average high disposals, but will just get overlooked because of someone as explosive as Luke Parker behind him. Yep. And you he can I mean? kick goals too, Luke Parker. He can. He, he and does really hit the scoreboard. Good, uh, good time goals. Remember last year, I think he took a mark one-on-one in the goal square with... About 10 seconds left and, and won the game. I can't remember who they were playing. I think yeah. It actually might have been Essendon. Yeah, um, Gary Rowan. Was it Gary Rowan? Yeah. Okay. They, he kicked a goal yeah. after the siren to beat the Bombers in the goal square. No. Breaks my heart. Yep. I know it does. <laughs> but yeah. No, Gary Rowan, Luke Parker. Very similar players. I just think Luke Parker more explosive. And... Yep. Um, all right, we'll move on to, to my top eight prediction. Please do. Um, in the one, yep. I have the Adelaide Football Club. Of course. They are the best team on paper, I think. Um, they've got the, the Adelaide Oval, and I think they're going to make that an absolute fortress this, this year. I doubt they'll lose a game there, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the best home and away team season last year, and Bryce Gibbs is a big inclusion. Agreed. In the, in the midfield, where, yes. where they were beaten by Richmond in the grand final last year. So he'll be a big, a big recruit. Um, but they lose a few players... So you, you you never know. They lose Lever, Cameron, and Smith. Yeah, those are big names. Mm. Uh, Smith obviously didn't move clubs. He's just got an ACL injury, which keeps him out for the entire year. Yep. Unfortunately for him and the the Adelaide Crows. Yep. But I still think they'll be the best team through the home and away season. Yep. Uh, and second, I've got Geelong. Uh, again, it's more to do with that that home fortress. I don't think they'll lose a game in Geelong as long as those. The big three stay healthy. Yep. Um, obviously, the big three being Ablett, Selwood, and Dangerfield. It's going to be hard. Ablett and Selwood are pretty injury prone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think Gary Ablett will play more than 17 or 18 games, but he'll play all of the home games. And that'll be the big ones because he'll play all the home games. If he can play all home games and finals, mm-hmm. Geelong will come very close to winning, winning the Premiership. Yes, it's, I agree. I think while he's been in the Gold Coast, especially the last couple of years where he hasn't been um, healthy, getting awards, but he has been relatively healthy. He's been playing 14 games or so, which you know, 14 to 16 games in the last three years. He hasn't been um, getting any awards, but he's still been racking up possessions, and his averages have been around 30 disposals and, like, two goals. Yeah. It's, he's... An amazing player, and you can't count. He's Gary incredibly Ablett versatile. Out. Like he, um, I think he uh, got Gold Coast best and fairest one year, playing fourteen games. Yep. 
Absolutely. Which is remarkable because <laughs> like, you have Tom Lynch down in the fourth line as well. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm. It's like uh, when Fife won the Brownlow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got injured. <laughs> Ablett, was, he had the Brownlow. Yeah. Gary Ablett. Oh, was it Pritis that beat him? Uh, Pritis beat him out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gary Ablett had the Brownlow. Yeah. He had his third Brownlow by round 16. And he still almost won it, by the way. He only came two votes behind Pritis. Um, after round 16, he got injured and then wasn't able to play for the last eight games. That's and crazy. It's just... Gold Coast almost made the finals that year too. Yeah, because of him. Before, because of him. And then yeah. I don't think he won a game after that. No. So you can't underestimate Gary Ablett. Never. But, that, but uh, my reservation on Geelong is they are very midfield heavy. They've got a couple of losses in Mackey and Lonigan. Yeah, that's a lot of defensive pressure. Um, really gone. Tar- targets, yeah. Um, in third, I've got Sydney. I think they came storming home last year. Yep. Uh, we all saw how they demolished Essendon in the in the final and then just ran out of steam yeah, against Geelong. Um, they've got stars all over the ground and they've got those midfield balls we were talking about and Josh Kennedy, Luke Parker, Dan Hanabry. They're, they're fantastic. But their recent G record... Um, has not been so good. Not been great, no. And if no. they finish, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if they finish second. Yep. At all, um, which obviously gives them a good home ground advantage. Yep. But you got to be able to play at the G to win a grand final. Absolutely, yeah. And if it'll you can't be, do that, then it'll be a tough game for mm-hmm. them. Uh, it'll be a tough, tough for the Swans, but I think they'll they'll finish real high up. Yep. In well, fourth, I've got Richmond. Yep. Uh, they own the G they at do. the moment. Um, they'll have no, almost 90,000 members by the time round one starts. Um, and the, Dustin Martin. You, yeah. can, you just you can't count Dustin Martin out because he's been so Martin. good. He just was unbelievable last year. Um, and there's really no downside to what Richmond bring to the table except for maybe the fact that um, they had that they could have a premiership hangover. I mean, they showed in the J- JLT that um, they don't look to have that. No. But... But that's the JLT. It's the JLT. Yeah. It's, so it's where you get... Once your the real stuff have a starts, yep. yeah. And uh, I think round one will be a good uh, barometer for the Richmond Football Club because Carlton will be coming. Yeah, They'll for sure. really want to knock off uh, Richmond. They haven't done it for a few years now, so... No, they haven't, but they'll, they'll be really coming because they, they feel... As though they're close oh, to, yeah. to making real inroads, Carlton. Um, if that top four is actually what it is, I'm stoked as a Richmond supporter. Absolutely. Two interstate teams and Geelong don't count as a Victorian team, so um, yeah. I'm happy about that. You know, that, yeah. that's that's pretty much every you final back, at the G. And I'm you stoked. back Richmond to beat those uh, them all at the G. Yes, you do. Mm. Um, in fifth, I have GWS. Yep, I think their talent depth. Their young list, uh, they made two prelims in the past two years with severe injury problems. True, but you got to. So big... if they get healthy, if they get healthy, yep. What can they bring? Well, there's a big, there's a bull in the midfield that they'll be missing out on. Shane Mumford's gone. Shane Mumford is as, gone. That is a big like intimidation presence. That's as a well. big, yeah. It's a big loss. They yep. lost um, Devin Smith as well. Uh, Nathan Wilson. They lost. Went to Fremantle. Uh, Matt Kennedy went to Carlton. Those are some big, some big losses, but they just had so many injuries last year, and they got so much talent. Yeah, um, we got Caniglio and Shield. Yeah, uh, they're just Shield's a big name. Ward, for me. yeah, 
Chill will come close to winning a Brownlow at some stage, I would think. Oh, yes. He's just a flashy player. He's just a beautiful player to watch. He's fast. He kicks the ball beautifully, and mm-hmm. he can get on the end of some running goals. He reminds me of Judd, actually, how he can... Oh, yeah. I've never seen him ...from a pack, yeah. Um, in six, I've got the Bombers. Yep. I think the three S's that came in over the rec- recruiting period, um, Saad, Stringer, and Smith... Um, Saad was good in the first JLT game. Um, Stringer was good in the second JLT game where he kicked two goals, uh, two great goals and had 16 disposals, playing mostly from the midfield. But the best one was Devin Smith. He had 56 disposals and kicked five goals throughout the two JLT games. Yep. Crazy that, talent that's, that boy. Those are some great numbers, and he does not miss no, when he's in not. front of goals. He, he gets a sniff. He doesn't pass it off. He, he kicks the goal. That's right. Every he's a very good time. player, Devin Smith. That's a good yeah. pick-up for the Essendon yeah. Football Club. Uh, I just hope that during the year he doesn't get so, uh, too selfish because he can tend to be... Um, he can tend to get caught up in his own talent, um, which is immense, but it can be a problem at times... Uh, Frustrating other opponent um, and frustrating other for the fans teammates. as well. Yeah, you know. but uh, if he if he kicks them, which he generally does, uh, it'll be fine. Yep. Um, you know the the defense for the bombers is, is a real problem. Yeah, it's touch um, that and go. That second tall defender is a real issue. I yep. mean, we've got Ambrose and Hartley there. Yeah, and I think Richmond's game style has really de- like um, impacted offense heavy teams. Yeah, you know, because yeah, there'll absolutely. be teams around the around the um, league looking at Richmond's success and thinking the defense is the new offense. Well, you, you think know? about it, the two best offensive teams in the AFL last year were Adelaide and Essendon. Yep, and like that full on offense, full on offense, full on offense, bugger all defense. Yeah. I mean, what Jake Lever was Adelaide's and, defense, yeah. and those were the teams Richmond destroyed in the second half of the year. Um, yeah, and then the questions on the Bombers midfield. Hopefully, Stringer can be that midfield. Ball that we were talking about. I hope he does coming out of all that drama out of Western Bulldogs. I mean, yeah, obviously his person, his personal life is his personal life. It's yeah, not something it's that his, I care about. It doesn't impact his footy, in my opinion. Um, I judge him on as he's a player, not a person. So yes, I hope so, and I hope for each kid's sake that he can Agreed. play some good footy and just um, enjoy, 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 it. enjoy himself at the Bombers and be a better father. To and his just kids. move on. You know, fresh Absolutely, start, new yeah. club. It's a good chance for him to just. Become a better person because of it. Absolutely, I absolutely agree. Uh, in seventh, I have Port Adelaide. Their off-season recruits were very good. Uh, Rockcliffe is the big one. Yes, he is a great recruit. He's he, a great he can recruit. kick goals as well. Yep. Rockcliffe, he, he has great talent in the forward line. Um, Jack Watts, we saw the other day, kick six goals. Yep, that was good signs. Yeah, just off a few sign. as well. Yeah, he, he can get on the end of a few, and he just needed to remind the AFL. Of his talent, didn't he? He did. It's. It wasn't so much the the six goals he kicked. It's just everyone rem, uh, getting reminded, and when they line up against him this year, they know this guy's talented. If he finishes guy, top five in the Coleman, oh, that is a great Jack year. What? Yeah, I know. Top five in the Coleman, Coleman. That's a big call. That's a big call. I know, but like he is, um, he's a good forward. He didn't show it. <coughs> he didn't show it at um, Melbourne as much. He showed glimpses, but never had a consistent season. He could not. Yeah. He could not be the intimidating forward presence that he was advertised when drafted. And yeah. like what he's shown the JLT for Port Adelaide, I I hope for his sake and Port Adelaide's sake that he actually does turn up 
because he can be the difference between Adelaide, uh, Port Adelaide finishing 7th mm. or finishing 11th or 12th and just yes. missing it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And rounding out the recruits for the Port Adelaide Footy Club was Motlop, who we all know is very talented and boosted his own currency way up the, the order in the final series for Geelong, where he was almost their best player. Yeah, turned it up um, when needed. Yeah, so... But he, he'd had a, a bad rap for playing poorly in finals, had Motlop previously, um, and he was just really good in the final series last year. So it really, he probably earned himself an extra $100,000 over the next four years. Good on each. him. Each. Yes, very much good on him. Um, and their strong, strong home record. Yep. Uh, I don't think they'll get beaten a lot no. at the Adelaide Oval. They're very good at the Adelaide Oval. Yep, absolutely. Um, but are they flat track bullies? History would suggest yes. History suggests yes, but hopefully Rockliffe and Watts can actually do something about that. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of that's some leadership coming in, and yeah. you know, you just honestly, I can't read quite late as a team. Yeah. I just worry that players like Watts and Motlop are downhill skiers, yeah. and they won't really turn that around, turn that side around. But Rockliffe is. That's why he's the biggest recruit. Yeah. So when because it's going good, it's going great, and they'll, they'll kick on like that. But as soon as push well, comes to shove... Rockliffe coming from Brisbane will know what it's like being beaten. I think so. Mm. He'll be a bit sick of it as well. Yeah. And I'm shocked that I couldn't put these guys higher, and I would really have loved to, but rounding out my top eight is Melbourne. Yep. Um, I think they come of age this year, finally. I think Petrarca... He is the truck. a gun. Yeah. He will be a gun. Absolute star footy player. Max Gorn, I think he should return to his best. Hopefully. And they've just got a young list. They've, just, yeah. they've got so much potential, this team. It's fantastic, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what they bring to the table this year. And I hope those mental demons <laughs> don't affect them. Yeah, pun intended. There we go. <laughs> I just, I just, that's my only reservation on them. If they can fight the they missed that, out the on mental side, last year by point oh five, that was just it was nothing, nothing less than a gigantic choke. Well, they yeah they they had the finals. a demoralised Collingwood team and lost by four goals. Hmm. Although you know? it probably would have been good for them in the end because if they had won, they would have played Sydney and probably gone up to Sydney and like the Bombers gotten absolutely demolished. Because Probably. no one was beating Sydney on that game. No way. Every every team in the comp would have lost Sydney that day. Yes, yeah, so I believe so. Um, I wasn't able to put in St Kilda, the Bulldogs, or Hawthorne. It's it's, it's just those teams are almost there. You know what I mean? They're you, almost you there, sort of not at, quite. You look at what they have. You, you look at their recent form late last year and in the JLT as well. You, you just sort of think... They're not quite there. Like, yeah, they're, they're good, but they're good, but they've got a bit to go. Yeah, they they really are just not quite there. I think they St Kilda lack that A grade star. Yeah, and they've got some great young players that could be that player, but they're not. Just and they've yet. lost Nick Rewald as well. Remember that. That's a big loss. Yep, a big uh, cultural yep. loss as well. Big not time. just on the field, um, and he's a loss for the fellow tall forwards. For yes. the St Kilda Footy Club. Oh, they're the turning Bulldog. into the Richmond Football Club, aren't they? Yeah, Kilda, they're all small true. forwards. That's true. <laughs> um, and the Western Bulldogs, I think, they they could finish a bit higher. Yeah. Uh, they've got some great players. Um, they seem to be the forgotten team 
Yeah, uh, this year well, after <laughs> after a premiership only two years ago. Yeah, well, eighteen months ago, really. I mean, we've only had there's only been twenty six games. True. Since they've won a flag, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden yeah, they didn't make finals last year. All, they all did. of a sudden, then they're being forgotten about. They're going to be the twenty ten Collingwood team. In you think opinion. so? Yeah, oh, that'll just fall apart. I fall apart. And I'm for, and this sucks. I, like I love the Bond, and um, you mm-hmm. know he's such a talent and is in Brownlow contention the last two seasons. Yeah. But I think other teams have just figured him out. Yep. They've just figured him out and he's not making... Well, they, um, put, a, they put in some attention to him. In the previous year, in 2016, they they didn't... They almost didn't respect what he was capable of. Nah, and no then way. last year they came in and they really knew that what they were doing with him. So they started... heavily him. tagged. Mm. And, and pushed out of the midfield. He played a lot of the time in the forward line, so he was taken out of his comfort zone. That's right. Um... I'll move on to my, my Coleman. Yes, please. I had I have Lance Franklin. Yep. I think if he plays all the all the games, no um, I think he'll he'll uh, win the Coleman medal. And like like you, I had a hunch on someone getting some injuries. Yep. Josh Kennedy. Oh, I thought exactly. he was. Gonna, I thought he was the one that's going to get some injuries. This yep. year. He's not going to play round one. So that that's he's already starting behind the the eight ball. Yep. Um, I just, I, think, just yeah. I just don't think West Coast will be that good of a side this year that will push um, Kennedy's totals up. I mean, Kennedy's such a good player of getting on the end of big wins and kicking eight goals. Yep. But who else is going to kick goals for West Coast? That's my question. Mm. That, that's a, that Sy- is a good question. And for Sydney, you've got Luke Parker, Gary Rowan, Dan Hannabury snags a few mm. coming on out of the middle, and Lance Franklin, of course, is part of that. Nick Natanui will play a lot of time down forward. Yep. Just coming off an ACL, I think he'll spend a lot of time up forward. I think they'll play that second Ruckman. Yep. And I think Natanui will probably spend 50-50, whereas he would usually spend probably 90-10 yeah, in, in the Ruck. In, uh, in the Ruck. So, but I think he'll spend a lot of time down forward just while he gains that confidence back in his body. Yeah. I reckon it's going to be a tight race between Kennedy and Lance, actually. I reckon yeah. it, um, just like it was last season. But um, Josh Kennedy did average more goals per game than Lance last year as well. Yeah. He just played less. I think the, the other the other threat, and the only other threat to those two, is probably Danaher. I think he... Um, he'll, they plan to play him close to goal this year, the Bombers. Um, if they can get some quality out of their rucks because they usually put him in there when when he's not playing in the he's not getting a part of the game and he'll usually just get involved and then he can go forward and kick some goals so last year he actually played more time outside the 50 kicking goals from 70 inside the 50 which is remarkable for a full forward who kicked 66 goals last year yeah um, oh, and play. You won't need to play up the field with um, Devin Smith and Jake Stringer as well coming out of that midfield. Yeah, you won't, you yeah. won't need to push up as more because you have that extra strength up field. Yeah, and it's if, if you get a run and jump for Danaher, he's taking it ninety percent of the time. He, he's either taking it or he's bringing it to ground. Yeah, and so, then, and, and, so, then and you himself. know the Essendon small forwards. I mean, you look at Essendon, Essendon's forward line. You've got Josh Green there. You've got Devin Smith. Orazio Fantasia, McDonald, Tipper, Woody, Jake Stringer can get involved on the ground as well. Mm. A lot of small forward promise. A lot of um, goal kicking talent there. It's not. It's not just a good players or small forwards. They they just talented players, and they can kick goals and they seem to get on the end of it. So that's one of the reasons the Bombers will be hard to beat this year. 
Um, my Brownlow, I've got Dustin Martin. Back to back? Back to back. Um, he's stellar year last year. I think Richmond will only get better this year. And I think on the G, Dustin Martin. How many games have we got on the G? Supreme. Yeah. Oh, 14. Yeah, like more than 14. Maj- the majority of the season. Yeah, over yeah. half the season we played. Over the half the season on the G. That's a very favourable draw. It is. Mm. For the Tigers, that, that is good. That's almost that's like... That, that's a lot of wins just yeah, on the G. Absolutely. Should be good for me because, you know, I love going on the G. Yes. <laughs> um, I've got Gold Coast for the Wooden Spoon. Yeah. They have Probably a... fair. They have a horror draw. I, I overlooked them. I, I, I forgot that Gary Ablett left. Yeah, so. Gary, well, Gary Ablett, he's, he's gone. He, he's not there anymore. But also, they don't play a home game until round 12. Because mm. the the Commonwealth Games. Wow. That is a terrible draw. Yeah, it, it, that's why a lot of people have overlooked that, that they actually, they're playing at the Gabba um, as their home ground, which is not their home ground for the first um, 12 rounds of the season. Can I change my... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Can I change um, they my... Actually, they've actually sold one of their home games to Fremantle. Oh, so Gold Coast will be playing a home gra- game at Subiaco this year. Yay. Against Fremantle. <laughs> Wow, that is a disaster. That's this is a disaster shocking. season. It's, it's have, just everything's coming together to, oh. as if the Gold Coast are going to fall apart, and I really worry for them this year. We're going to be a we're going to be a league of seventeen teams very soon. Uh, like Gold yeah. Coast, uh, Gary Ablett did so much of them, and now he's gone, and they're nothing more than what they were before he came. <laughs> yeah, well, you think about everything that Gary Ablett did, and it was still it wasn't even close to enough, was it? It wasn't at all. Not what, even like close. You take away Gary Ablett and they lose every game. Like, mm. like they did when he got injured um, a couple of seasons ago and he barely played last season as well. Absolutely. All right, that rounds out my predictions. Yep. Um, we'll take a break now. Cool. And uh, after the break, we're going to be talking about some NBA and the cricket. <laughs> 